You're listening to SBS News. The fear of losing your job to a machine is not a new source of anxiety. Ever since the start of the Industrial Revolution in the 18th century, people have worried about the impact of technology. Economist Jim Stanford devotes his working life to examining how Australia can best respond to those challenges. Dr Stanford heads the Centre for Future Work at the Australia Institute and he offers a reassuring message. Work is not going to just disappear. You still need human beings even to uh, design and engineer, manufacture, install, operate and maintain the robots. Uh, They can't do it without human beings. So any process that involves automation and new machinery does have new work associated with it, as well as the jobs that could be displaced. And what we have to do as an economy is a much better job at matching people who are negatively affected by tech change with some of the new opportunities and options that are opened up because of tech change. If we can do that, uh, then again, people will stop seeing technology as a threat and see it more as an opportunity. Dr Stanford says technology itself is not the problem. He says the issue is all about how Australia manages it. It's going to be hard to stop technology. I don't think any of us want to go back to a a less uh, technology-intensive world. Um, But more importantly, I think it misidentifies where the problem is. And I think the key issue here is how we manage technology and whose interests technology serves, rather than trying to stop technology itself. Futurist Ross Dawson says because some jobs will be created as others are closed, the focus should be on helping workers to develop the skills and capabilities which draw on their unique human capabilities so they can do the jobs that machines can't do. As we see machine capabilities improve, we do need to focus on what is most deeply human about us and our capabilities so that we can both create and take these new jobs that are emerging. The Secretary of the ACTU, Sally McManus, says one straightforward option to protect current and future jobs is to strengthen Australia's workplace laws. She says a weakening of industrial relations laws has been detrimental to workers. It's allowed employers to just find all these different ways of making a job that used to be a permanent job with full rights to a job that's insecure or casual or labour hire with very few rights. And so that isn't an issue of the economy changing. That's an issue of the laws or the rights that workers have have changed. And so absolutely we can turn around the level of insecure jobs that we've got in our country by simply um, fixing those broken laws so that uh, so that if you're working in a job and you're working there for long enough, you should get um, all the, the proper rights and protections that we used to have. Sally McManus says she'd like to see governments work more closely with employers and unions to plan ways of addressing the impact of changing technologies let's say there's a change in our energy sector and we're moving towards, say, renewable energies and we can see that happening and some um, industries winding down and new ones coming along. Well, what should we be doing? First of all, we should be ensuring that we're um, planning for the skills we need. So that means training up young people, training up the existing workforce, planning to um, transition, hopefully, those workers into those new jobs. 
and these are really basic things that could be done to lessen the impact on, on workers, but also it's good for the whole country to make sure that you're planning for those jobs and you've got people with the skills who can do those jobs. Economist Jim Stanford from the Centre for Future Work says South Korea sets a great example of effective collaboration. Rather than just giving out tax breaks and subsidies, they actually say, we're going to sit down and build, we're going to develop a world-beating smartphone or a world-beating automobile uh, or world-beating home electronics and we'll all contribute to that mission. Uh, And the the proof is in the pudding because, uh, again, the Koreans, uh, like like the Europeans, have just really uh, uh, eaten our lunch when it comes to real delivered innovation. The employment website SEEK was among the organisations and individuals making submissions to the Senate inquiry. SEEK estimates that around half of the existing jobs could be automated using current technology. The website's Sarah McCartney says automation will lead to what she calls the hollowing out of the middle, where low and highly skilled roles will increase while jobs in the middle will decline. Technology enables people to remove a lot of these repetitive, automotive and and not particularly engaging tasks and frees them up to do um, more intelligent, creative and empowering work. And that's really the big shift we're on now is helping, you know, employers, organisations, industries identify and almost um, break the shackles of where we've been um, in the past and go, imagine what we could be doing with our brains and our intelligence and our relationships and our interactions. How could we be progressing, you know, businesses and organisations forward now that we're freed up from doing a lot of this repetitive, repetitive work? SEEK also believes increased collaboration between the public, business and education sectors should be a priority. Sarah McCartney says online education will be a key to helping workers upskill to be ready for future job opportunities. That's critically important as we move towards a world where lifelong learning will be essential because the tasks we need to carry out in our roles and the technologies we need to use will continue to evolve rapidly. We need an education system that is dynamic and responsive. And I think it's fair to say that the education system we've been operating in to date you know, has many benefits to it, but in terms of the delivery system, it needs to um, get up to speed. The Senate inquiry into the future of work is due to report on September the 12th. Greg Diet, SBS News. If you enjoyed this, you can find more SBS features on our website or from your favourite podcaster like iTunes, Spotify, Acast, Stitcher or Wooshka.